And then also too, Brian, have you ever had? I know Laura has because I text I texted our group chat about it. Have you ever had like a Doritos soda? Uh, hari- yeah, haritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. I was gonna say I'm sure it's pronounced haritos, but I took French in high school, so yeah, I, Mexican I soda. Yes. Okay, so they have mountain orange, like or mandarin haritos at Seven <gasps> Eleven, and it's so what? good. But yeah, but there's this Mexican restaurant in Flemington, and I stayed at my friend Carolyn's last night in Flemington, and I was like, I know that they have a ton of flavors in the bottles, like the glass bottles, and I was like, yeah. I want to try them, so I went. And I spent $18 on single bottles of burritos, like just like a single serving. And I'm sure you could buy a four pack at Walmart for cheaper, but whatever. So I got a pineapple, a tamarind, which I'm a little mm-hmm, scared mm-hmm. about. No, isn't that, I thought the tamarind, oh, is that the, that's the red one maybe. Okay. It's like brownish looking. Oh. And then I think grapefruit, pineapple, lime. I don't know. I'm just really excited. I got seven of them and like I'm working on the lime right now and it's delicious. So yeah, it is a nice lazy gluttonous Sunday over here my world i'll tell you i love an artisanal soda we had the ones i'm blanking blanking on the brands but at our little cape may vacation in their store they had these sodas joneses um i don't think it was jones i'm gonna you know what i'm just gonna google artisanal soda real quick (laughs) (laughs) well describe like what flavor was it what's the bottle look like so it was a nice label i'm so annoyed um, but they, they had, these are the flavors we had. We had, um, there's a cream soda, which I was never big into cream soda. And yeah. if I big into it, I mean, I just don't think I had it a ton. Yeah. So delicious. And then, there was, oh, here, here it is. It was called, um, I, well, I think this is actually it. Hold on. I don't want to give false information, but then there was a root beer Fake news. and then. And then there was an orange soda, and we had, I got well, I would get all three. Mm. And is this what it was? I think it was. It's called like Boylan, like B O. Oh, Boylan! I've had that. Yeah, it's good. I think that's what it was. Yeah, no, that's what it was. And they were really delicious. And I would really like to get like a variety pack of them. Yeah, I I have um I've had those before. I can't, I think I've had the root beer. I'm a big fan of the Stewart's orange cream or the key the key lime. Yeah, Stewart's like, too. That's key so lime funny. is so good. That's so funny you say that because when we were in Cape May, I I don't know if we were talking about sodas because of these sodas we had in our house, <laughs> but Matt was talking about when they were kids how they like got on a Stewart's key lime kick. And they were like oh ro- bike, biking all around Cape May, like trying to find the Key Lime Stewards or something. Wow, that's so random. I oh, remember man. my my dad's college roommate like ended up being super fucking loaded rich, and he had like a mansion, and like we would go over there sometimes. And I like they always like they would have like an ice bucket like filled with Stewart sodas for us kids, and I would drink like twenty of them probably. Like, hello, childhood obesity. I wonder where that came from for me, but I remember like thinking like oh like if you are rich you have stewart's like orange cream and key lime soda on on t- uh, hand at all times so that's oh, like, for sure that's how i so if you have that at your house like that's how i judge you and like no you've made it <laughs> yeah i don't typically buy soda to keep on hand so when you do have it when we were on our honeymoon we stayed at this fancy place in napa and the refrigerator was stocked with glass bottled coca-colas at all times oh for free for freight and they would restock them wow that day. is fancy and we must have had i want to say like 
We stayed there for two days. I I, I want to guess we had like 10 Coca-Colas a piece. <laughs> that, that's fine. I mean, I, I'm here for it. Um, Boylan, I'm on their website. They have a Shirley Temple soda. And I... <gasps> like, that sounds delicious. Temple. Are you guys familiar with the Shirley Temple King? Uh, um, I he, am, yes. <laughs> is, he, is, he a cute little, is he a cute little boy? Yeah. One, okay, I wasn't <laughs> until I saw that girl Chloe from SNL. Who does the good impressions, like that the Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, she, that's I, I she that, sat yeah. down with him. So he's, yeah, he's cute. I, I just recently learned of him. Yeah, I can never tell. Like, when I see a lot of little kids like like that, I feel like they're usually being prompted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe authentic. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Well, now that we've wrapped up our artisanal <laughs> soda. <laughs> soda chat. <laughs> soda chatter. Soda chatter. Uh, let's, let's introduce ourselves. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura. Oh, I'm Ashley. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> I was, I was looking at my phone. I missed some texts from you two. And I was looking at my phone. This uh, is Idle Chatter. We are a Survivor fan podcast. We are typically here recapping episodes of Survivor when they're airing live, obviously, in the pandemic that hasn't been happening. So we've been slowly working our way through some old seasons. We just wrapped up um, Blood versus Water 2, and we're going to be starting Heroes versus Villains next week. So our, our episode one recap of Heroes versus Villains will drop one week from tomorrow, if that makes sense. But in the meantime, we've just been like kind of shooting the shit, having some fun. So we have our special guest, friend of the show, Brian Coveney with us today. Hello, I'm back. Hi, Brian. <laughs> did you miss me? Oh my god, it's. I mean, it's. How long has it been since we did our bachelor chatter? Like two weeks. Maybe? It's only been like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we well, love having you. It's exciting. I can think of it like Dale and Claire got engaged on week four. <laughs> so. Oh my god, uh, we have so many thoughts. I guess we'll maybe towards the end well, go into it. About- I was thinking about just getting right into it. My my plan for this episode is it's a loose plan, but I was thinking. We can kind of talk about The Bachelorette, and then maybe we can just go over, like, the Heroes versus Villains cast and kind of talk about everybody and who we like and stuff. Okay, yeah, and yeah, it's kind of like a little potpourri, um, but mostly Bachelor, mostly, and then Heroes versus Villains, but I'm sure we'll sprinkle some other stuff in. Well, I guess if anyone wants to, I mean, we would like if you listen to The Bachelorette stuff, because it'll be funny, and also then you might start watching it, and then you can engage with us about that, but um, I, I have some thoughts. Kick us off. Yeah, you watched most re- more recently than us. Yeah, I. Oh my god, guys! Did I <laughs> did I tell you what happened to me on Thursday? That I, I got food poisoning. No. Oh no. Okay, so as we know, the Bachelorette. Um, it was. It's normally on Tuesday, but it was on Thursday because of the election. And I was feeling like, okay, what happened was I was ordering some wild ginger uh, takeout, but I hadn't eaten since breakfast and I was really hungry and I had this block of cheese from Trader Joe's. Oh my God, Laura, I hate what I'm about to say. Um, So it's this block of cheese. I'd never had it before. It was just called like autumn something. And it was one of those ones where it's like not wrapped in hard plastic, but it's like really like thin like saran wrap kind of plastic with like a sticker by weight on it like one of those and it did say it was expiring 11 6 but i was like whatever so i know it was the cheese that poisoned me and oh honestly God. i hate saying this because this is not the first time i've had cheese from trader joe's go bad before the expiration date and like i just thought about our first episode malcolm the cheesemonger mm-hmm. 
that shamed us at uh, De Bruno Brothers in Philly about buying cheese from Trader Joe's. And I'm like, damn it. Like, I hope Malcolm's not listening to this. <laughs> Going like, you're right. This is, but, this is his revenge. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Malcolm's I, revenge. I, I, Malcolm's revenge. I, yeah. So I couldn't watch The Bachelor. I like felt like really, I started feeling really fatigued and then I fell asleep like at 7 45 p.m. And then I woke up and I like exorcist style, like vomited everywhere. Like in the toilet, actually. But anyway, uh-huh. so I, that's why I did not watch The Bachelor on Thursday. I'm late to the game. But I did watch on Friday, and I have a... I can't believe what I'm about to say. Say I, it. I kind of understood what Claire was saying. Well, first of all, I think we should clear the air, because <laughs> our friend Courtney was listening to our most recent episode that we recorded with Danielle. And she was like, damn, you guys are really going at it. <laughs> and I just want to state for the record that it was all in good fun. And Ashley and I are not in a fight. <laughs> Wait, and I'm pretty sure, didn't Courtney say that she's never heard me sound so angry? Yeah. <laughs> and but I'm pretty sure Courtney and I have been friends for like almost 15 years at this point. And she's never oh. heard me so angry. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, that, that's a compliment to me. I'm a nice person then. because It's fucking clear. It's yeah. all Claire's fault. My, yeah, and I, I don't think I sounded that bad. You know? I, I didn't. I, was when I was like, well, you know, you said she's trash, and then you were like, I didn't say that. I said, <laughs> I said she sucks and she's the worst. <laughs> oh man, don't, don't put words in my mouth, Laura. <laughs> oh, no, I, enjo- I enjoyed that um, podcast because you oh, guys were, it was heated. I didn't. I didn't think you guys were, you know, because we had done the 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 first episode, you know the week mm-hmm. before and everything seemed good and you guys <laughs> we don't we don't pull any punches here well, Laura's a Claire sympathizer well, <laughs> Laura's a Claire sympathizer and we we don't stand for that here just kidding well I've, you, you know it's funny because you I think you were just kind of about to say that you you after watching this past episode you have a little bit more sympathy for her but I feel like me having gone into it as somebody defending Claire, I sort of felt the opposite way about it. Brian, what about you? Where where do you stand? You were kind of, I don't think you were as angry as me, but you were not I mean, a Claire at the end when... of, well, I guess it was the third episode. You know, I, I was hating, hating on Claire, hating Dale. She still bugs me a lot. I mean, I'm glad she's gone. I'm glad we don't have any more episodes <laughs> of her. One thing I did miss, I missed like the very, very beginning of this most recent episode. Um, I'm sure I didn't miss much, but like I missed like if anything happened like right before Chris entered her room. Was it just a recap maybe? I don't even know that there, it must have been a recap. I don't even know that there there was anything or maybe there, it was just scenes of the guys sitting around. Probably. They do that a lot. Yeah. Waiting for the cocktail party. I just thought it was great that Chris, you know, basically, I'm sure they had like a conversation off, off camera first, you know. But then I thought, kind of, I thought it was just, you know, how he was just like, don't fuck with me. No bullshit. Like, I just wanted to I, know, like, everything. I, love, I was like, drag her. I love Chris. Don't fuck with me, Harrison. I love, <laughs> I love this iteration, this 2020 version of Chris Harrison that we are getting. I love it. Now, how I feel is basically, okay, like, I guess just like a brief recap, you know, pretty much to start off the episode, Chris goes into Claire's suite after she didn't give a rose out. She gave a rose to herself at the previous rose ceremony, which is ridiculous had no rose ceremony and just or gave the group date rose to herself i don't know something kind of kooky but (laughs) chris harrison just goes in and he's like listen claire like don't fuck with me what's going on with dale and 
she kind of explains herself. I guess I do have to understand that this these are unprecedented times. You know, things are different. And, like, typically she wouldn't have been exposed to these guys. So I guess that she was checking out everyone's social media and really liked what she saw with Dale. And, like, when she brought up about, like, Dale losing his mom and, like, she's lost her dad. Like, and then I guess his sister is in some sort of care facility. I don't know that they went further into that. But her mom um, is as well. So I kind of get that she fell in love with the idea of him and she seemed pretty emotional and and she kind of is just like I you know I've waited for so long I know what I want I do think it's still kind of irresponsible I don't think she was going to be open to the process of dating a like 25 guys at this point in her life I don't think she was prepared for that maybe she didn't know she wasn't so I think it was kind of like irresponsible for her to accept, in my opinion. But I kind of understood where she was coming from a little bit. I understood where she was coming from with falling in love with him over social media. <laughs> because I, I I get it. And I, oh, I yeah, totally. She's, she's a little bit falling in love with the idea of him, right? Because it's like somebody's social media is, that's their highlight reel. That's what they want you to see. So it... it on one hand, I totally get it. I've been there. I feel like, especially in like high school, God, I could see somebody's MySpace and I my, I would be running amok with like, you know, we were in my head oh. married. But, <laughs> and even as I got older too, I will admit. But I think the thing that's different is that's not real life. And I, it it's just you haven't had and I know you know she had this so after she talks with Chris Harrison and he's like don't fuck with me she's like I need to spend more time with him essentially the implication is to confirm that he's feeling the same way and that it's real so they set up a one-on-one date in which Claire wears this amazing red dress oh she looked really good they have a real sweaty dinner. It's hot in Palm Springs. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> they, have a real, they have a really sweaty dinner where they do not eat. And then <laughs> and then they go bang. And yeah, it was just basically just a bit a setup for them to go bang. Yeah. And oh God, the thing is, I feel like until you've had like at least one fight or one disagreement with somebody. Like, you don't really know, you don't have a clear picture, because up until this point, like, yeah, Dale's putting his best foot forward, like, they had that steamy makeout, he comforted her after Yosef yelled at her, that's, that's really the majority of contact we've seen between them, and it's just... Like I, I, I'm up. I, I can't decide how, like how I would have wanted her to handle it because I think it really would have done. I mean, I'm glad we have Tasha and we're shaking it up, but I think it would have done her a lot of good to to see that to see the whole season through and you know maybe have like an argument or two with Dale. Like maybe you know, I see think how, see how he reacts. See if he gets jealous. Like see just see how he reacts to different scenarios, but. You know, also, she clearly could not focus on any other guys at all. Here's here's where I think it gets a little bit weird. Wait, Ashley, sorry, I cut you off. I was just going to say, I think there's no way she could have stayed. But I think she just needed to be like, Dale, let's see how this plays out. Like, would you like to leave the La Quinta 
resort in Palm Springs with me right now and like pursue this relationship in the real world, not this engagement. 110 mm-hmm. that's where i'm at and i oh god it's it's really if this this is when it got really fucking cringy for me because chris harrison's like oh and then at one point after after the one-on-one with dale claire goes and in chris harrison's words she breaks up with all the other guys oh my god that was awkward well one part that i thought was extremely awkward and i feel like they could have done it slightly more different was before the one-on-one when he goes and talks to the guys and he's like oh we're just gonna cancel all the activities um and i'll see you guys tomorrow dale come with me (laughs) like well uh what like everyone's like clearly like you don't want to be uh, a little little less obvious about what you're doing here with this setup you could have like waited five minutes and then like when he's off on his own then you go grab him like you don't yeah and if Dale is truly into her and truly loves her, in that case, I feel so bad for him that he looks like a deer in headlights this entire episode. Like, yeah. when she tells him that she loves him, he has this look that's like, oh, shit. When Chris hair because he keeps saying, I want to keep seeing where this is going, even when they wake up in mm-hmm, bed the next mm-hmm. morning. When they wake up in bed the next morning, Clara's like, so what happens now? And, okay, something, by the way, that I feel like is weird about this scene is it's filmed as if they just woke up, but then when they emerge from bed, Dale has, like, shorts on. Yeah. Did you get up, put shorts on, and then, like, how did, whatever. Oh, yeah, it was was a whole setup. Yeah, I'm sure Claire got makeup put on, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so she asks him, you know, what happens next, and he's like, I don't know, I hadn't thought about it. And she's like, well, think about it. And I feel like, and then even when, so then Chris Harrison basically goes and talks to Claire, and Claire's like, we love each other, I want to get engaged. And Chris Harrison's like, all right, well, that's, like, the next step. He does Uh. this, like, dumbass call to Neil Lane, being like, (laughs) Neil! we need a ring now. And Neil's like over there, like chiseling one by hand, I think is what they mm-hmm. want us to believe. Yeah. Then- they should have had Jeff Probst, uh, send it in. Yeah. <laughs> Coming like on his switch- jet ski. <laughs> yeah. Switch things up. And then Chris Harrison goes and talks to Dale and tells her, him that Claire just broke up with all the guys. And Dale's just like, again, deer in a headlights. And he's like, Oh shit. And Chris Harrison's like, She's expecting a proposal. And then from that point on, you can tell they're just trying so hard to keep us guessing and to keep us wondering if he's not going to propose. There's so many cutaways. Like, you know, when Claire's waiting there for him, Chris Harrison's like, there's one thing I have to tell you. And then we switch to the guys being, you know, the other contestants being really skeptical about Dale's intentions. And we cut back and Chris Harrison is like, the thing that I had to tell you is I'm really proud of your journey. And it's like, shut oh up. Uh, yeah. We're not here everywhere. Oh my God. Well, I think too, though, it's also kind of awkward because I feel like this uh, Laura, I'm going to use a Laura uh, phrase and say leading the witness. I feel like Chris Harrison was like, Oh, Claire, what's next an engagement. And then like, Claire's like, yeah, like I feel like he kind of did it. And then also, with Dale, I feel like he's just like, hey, hey, so Claire's expecting an engagement. Like, if I was Dale, I'd be like, what the fuck? I've known her for three weeks. Not yeah. even. Less than three weeks. <laughs> I went on one date with this girl. God. Like, I don't know. A little. It's so uncomfortable. 
also, oh, here's the thing though, and because if you've listened to any of our Bachelor Chatter episodes or our last episode with Danielle, I've just been super skeptical of production. And I think with Claire, like we saw the conversation and it, it did seem like Claire genuinely was done and she just wanted to be with Dale. But I, I also feel like if you're Chris Harrison, if you're the producers, a story in which Claire and Dale just leave to pursue dating each other, that doesn't really have the same, no pun intended, ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. True, true, true. You know, so, like, I kind of, because they're not going to let Dale stay and date Tasha. you know what I mean? Like, if he's not into it, like, Claire's walking home. Look, Claire's going home alone, and what's oh my left God. for him? You know that would be so, so interesting. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they let him? He should be allowed if he wanted to. <laughs> He's like, can I take uh, door number three, please? <laughs> what's, what's oh my God, next? no! That that honestly, that's the twist I would have liked to see. But I'm, I'm mean. I'm awful. I think. Okay. Also, too, like when it comes to being skeptical of production, I think too. I'm definitely now of the camp that. I think that they might have even been done with Claire before she started. And <laughs> all I mean, as was I, but also I think too that they saw she was not carrying the season and they they, they wanted to get her out of there. So That's I That's what I'm saying. If it wasn't yeah. Dale, it would have been something else. If she met Dale and she was like this guy is not what I was expecting. I hate his small ears. He's not <laughs> They would have found another loophole. They would have been like, you know what I mean? They, they, they could have had a talking to. They could have been like, listen, you need, or they could have like manufactured some drama to keep things interesting and not ousted her or like had a serious talk with her. Like, hey, you really need to like step up your game. But I think the only reason that... I think they needed to do the shakeup is people were so disappointed with Peter Weber's season, right? Mm. I did not yeah. watch Peter's season for the majority of it, but I know, I, you know, I've seen a lot of memes of like, well, why couldn't Peter's season have only been four weeks? Yeah. Um, and I just think they didn't, they didn't want to give us another, and especially now where like ratings are so important in this pandemic, you know, like, I don't know how much money they just shell out for it to rent out the entirety of La, La Quinta for, like, yeah. But I, I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. This, this kind of, it didn't really go, she didn't, it didn't really, oh God, I want to say it didn't really go out with a bang, but it literally did. But mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's weird because immediately fall, like, okay, so, Immediately following the episode, and we'll get into Tasha and like the the men's reactions to this whole thing. But Dale and Claire did an Instagram live, and they're together, and they're happy, and they're talking about all the hate and that they received. And then we also see this montage at the end of the episode of like Claire and Dale in the kitchen. Like, oh my god! I'm making a salad. It was too much. It was, it was a lot. The other the other thing too is they they tried to work in this angle of like talking about how both of their parents had kind of whirlwind romances involving hitchhiking. Hitchhiking. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was just like that whole, I don't know. That whole dinner was just I just awkward. don't I don't 
I don't buy it. I feel like Dale is being held against his will. And I'm not saying he doesn't like her, but I do not think he like wants to be engaged to her right now. I'm, I just no, don't believe for it sure. for a second. I feel like it's weird. I think that we'll see. A, I think we'll eventually see a, like a, a breakup, but not so soon. Cause it needs, I feel bad for Claire. If it's um, truthfully at this point, I know I said I hated her, but that's mean. And I, I, I'm just being like, I'm being a little aggro right now, but I'm starting to feel some sympathy. Like I hope, I hope to God this works out. Cause I feel like she's yeah. just going to look like a goddamn fool if they break up. Oh yeah. I, I mean, we're obviously that. supporting her to find love. It's just the way I mean, she I went wasn't. about it. No, but the way she went about it was <laughs> very not so nice. So that's why. Yeah. Where the so, hate came I, from. Ashley, what do you, what do you make of all the, the reports on, uh, you know, the Instagram account we mentioned with Danielle Dumois about, Dale being seen with all these other girls. My my opinion is he's he's obviously like a guy that connects well with women. Like he has really strong mm-hmm. ties with his sisters and was very close with his mother. Like you know he as as Claire just says he's strong yet sensitive. Like oh. I I think he's he's kind of a girls guy. So it's it, I don't know. I think men should be able to be seen with with women without it being duped. Yeah, but. It's hard to say because I feel like it's a pandemic. You don't need to be really going out to eat with someone. So mm-hmm. I feel like if he was doing, I feel like if he was doing something bad, he wouldn't do it publicly. That's a great point. I feel like ABC wouldn't let him. Well, that was, so that was going to be my question is from my understanding in, you know, seasons past the winning couple or, you know, whoever is engaged at the end kind of has to go into like lockdown like even pre pandemic quarantine they were like weren't allowed to be seen in public so i don't understand like you said how why the producers would allow him him out if they were together weren't together you know like i don't i don't know i can't imagine it maybe abc wanted this they want us to be like Oh, Dale spotted. Like, are they or aren't they? Like, they're it, the ones putting in the tips to do <laughs> Yeah, like right though, mate. Or like maybe like at least they were like, yeah, that's fine. Go out in the town, have have the rumor swirling, and then finally, like when the episode, you know, is airing, and then and it's not even just the episodes airing. Like clearly, they went live together on Thursday, so they are currently together. They're saying now, so like maybe just that's is what ABC wants us to think. And the big. The big ring picture, right, was released on Thursday too. Oh yeah. No. Target with that rain. Yeah. Now, do you guys think? Okay, uh, my friend Carolyn and I were talking today. She's she watches as well. She's definitely uh, not a supporter of Claire. Um, she says Chris Harrison hates her. What are you, what are your takes on that? Do you think Chris Harrison hates her? Because I, I I don't think he likes her either. I don't think uh, she would have been a bachelorette if he well, hated her. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she would have been on the list if he was like. Well, I think he hates her oh, now. Hate oh, well, maybe. But I mean, I think it's. I mean, I don't know. Do we know anything about the ratings this year compared to other seasons? Like, has this drama increased their ratings? Like, is this like a good thing for them? Or are they truly, like you said, are they mad at her? And annoyed that she kind of blew up the bachelor and well, I think oh, you know i i think it's probably a little bit of an act right like chris harrison can't come off looking biased although he is you know what i mean like i feel like he he kind of needs to make an example out of her so that in the future 
contestants aren't like pulling the shit and trying to stalk their cast on social media because you know the yeah. cast is always like slowly leaked over time and you can't you can't have that so I feel like he has to be tough with her and that, that's what that's in general why I kind of feel like they're giving her the edit that they're giving her because you do see her at one point in this episode hugging the producers and they they clearly all are good friends but I feel like and again this is something that like Becca Martinez talked about in Chatty Broads it's like they can be friends, but they also have a job to do. And they had to present this picture to Bachelor Nation that this is not, this is the exception, not the rule. Because, if you know, one four-week Bachelorette is one thing. But if this happens again, it, like, undermines the entire show. Mm. So I feel like, would he officiate Clarendale's wedding? Fuck yes, he would. You know, but yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. in this moment he had to be tough. And as evidenced in our in our last episode, you can be friends and still have fights. That is so true. true. I think Chris Harrison, though, okay, in my opinion, I feel like he seems like a pretty reasonable man. I think he is skeptical of this engagement. I don't know. I, I would. Oh, 100. Like, I, th- I think every, I think anyone, anyone would be. Like, is anyone, I think I would just respect the whole thing so much more if there was not an engagement. It makes me take it. And it's funny because getting engaged is like one of the most serious things a person can do in their life. But it makes me take it so much less seriously than I would if they were dating. Here's the thing that would have been really interesting about that, though, Ashley, is the season Claire was originally on was Juan Pablo's season. Mm -hmm. And you may or may not know this. Claire was the runner up. He did not pick her. He picked this girl, Nikki Farrell, and he did not get engaged to her at the end. He said, I just want to keep dating you and see how it goes. Oh, okay. I almost wonder if like (laughs) that wasn't on the table because bachelor nation and like the bachelor, like Chris Harrison in general, like, they hate Juan Pablo. Like they, Chris Harrison has like on record been like, yeah, Juan Pablo's a fuck. You know what I mean? So I yeah. feel like they, they could not have, I feel, I just feel like when they were having the talks with Claire and Dale that we were not privy to, that was not an option given to them. It was like you, you, both of you are under contracts and mm-hmm. I, I uh, we didn't talk about this, but that guy from Hannah Brown season, they just sued him for a bunch of money for like oh, Luke P. Luke P. for squawking to the to the media before he was allowed to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Dale and Claire, it's like you guys are under a contract. We obviously like can't force you into an engagement, but like we're gonna know. we're gonna force you into this engagement. Right? Like, I, I <laughs> like mean, oh, I you guys are in love. Well, you're getting engaged right now. <laughs> Here's the ring. I don't know what the arrangement was, but it, it, it just really does not feel like, well, you know what? I think Claire really did want to get engaged. I don't think Dale wanted to get engaged, but mm-hmm. Claire, Claire would have fucking gotten married that day if they were like, oh, yeah. Here's, sure. yeah, here's the dress. You brought your dress, right? Put it on. I just, I, I really just, I question someone like that. I'm sorry. Like maybe I'm too much of a realist and like, maybe I'm just like bitter and like, single or something i don't know like maybe i would be more lucky in my own love life if i had more of an attitude like claire not that extreme but i i don't know i just feel like you need to think somewhat with your brain not just your heart and or vagina Mm -hmm. like i don't know yeah she was definitely more in lust than in love i think you don't know the person was in love with the idea of being in love with this person 
And they say, you know, like social media, like what do they say? It's like the highlight reel of someone's life. It's not, you know, it's not who they are as a person. So, you know, yeah, you see him on social media, you fall in love with the idea of him, you meet him and then you're like, wow, I feel chemistry. But like, you don't know what Dale's, you don't like uh, talking about fights. Like you don't know what, what if Dale is like the most spiteful, mean spirited person in a fight? Or like, what if he has, what if he has like differing views? What if he doesn't want to have kids and you like, there's so many things you don't know. I don't know. I don't what know. is his Instagram? Like I have, I don't follow him. And I, I don't know. You know what? He, he posted in support of, uh, of Biden Harris. Uh, so I, I, I did say, I was like, I, I like Dale. I, I am here for Dale now. I appreciate. I mean, support, I'm but... looking at it right now. He doesn't, he doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's a good looking dude. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would get engaged to him after two weeks of knowing him, but I'd like to mm-hmm. meet him. <clears throat> yeah, no, he's pretty cute. So we we end the episode with the guys being told that there's going to be a new bachelorette, and Chris Harrison didn't give them the option of you know if you are not ready to reinvest in a new journey, doors right over there. Basically, yeah. and then a couple of the guys. Oh my god, that one is his name. Blake is Blake the guy that he was like. I bought that book on Alzheimer's. Yeah, Blake, Blake the one who looks like Sully from Monsters Inc. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Among other things, a beard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I there's so many like, and also too, I cannot unsee the Dale looks like Leanne Rhymes thing. Oh I, I I cannot That's get past too. it. I can't. It's it cracks me up. And unsee. But what were you saying about Blake? Oh, just how some of them did have a tough time, but oh my god, none of them left. But then he's the only him. one. Blake is the only one that gave a shit. I think. No, poor, poor. Well, Jason, I think was more so just embarrassed. Maybe, maybe not like. I giving, don't know. Maybe not like anything with Claire specifically, but just like the fact that he like put himself out there in front of everyone yeah. on national TV. It was like, wait, all of that was for nothing. Like I thought I was opening up to find love and now I'm just I have to start over again like I think I personally would think that he like yeah buying a book whatever he Blake probably didn't even read the book but like I don't know I would have felt bad I would have felt embarrassed if I was uh, Jason in this situation I would agree I think I think most of them were probably excited by the prospect of someone else coming in so at one point they show they show some clips for next episode and one thing, I, and I don't know if it's next episode or just the rest of the season, but we do get to touch base with Claire and Dale again at some point, guys. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, thought, the sit I down. We were done. Yeah. I thought we were done after I, the I final know. rose. <laughs> yeah, final rose three weeks later. But then you also <laughs> have this, this weird clip of Chris Harrison saying to Tasha, "Things are about to change," and I think they're going to bring in more guys for her. I agree. I agree. They are. They are. Reality I feel bad for the guys, other than again, other than Joe. Um, feel bad for the guys that like got the boot prematurely yeah. and like yeah they don't come back because I oh, I did read that that yeah they don't they don't bring any of them back which is a shame oh. because I feel like some of them like Tasha might have liked. Can I tell you guys? I if he plays his cards right and hangs on long enough, I think there's a I know we already have uh, Matt James is going to be. Well, shoot, how's that going to work then? Damn, that's. I wonder if like any of these guys have a shot to be a future Bachelor, because we already have Matt James queued up to be the next Bachelor, so then the cycle might just start over. But I was going to say, like, 
I feel like Bennett at this point has like a really good shot. Like if, if not being a bachelor, being like a franchise darling. He's going to be on paradise. He, we will be seeing Bennett, Bennett on paradise. And I can't I, wait. I thought it was interesting when he was like, he was like the one that was like, Oh, I'm ready to go. I'm here for Bennett. I'm here for, I'm here for Bennett. Oh my God. I was I like, so him. wait, are you not here to find love then? But yeah, no, he, need, he needs to yeah. stick around for sure. Yeah, no, he, I feel like Be- I feel like Bennett has, like, the biggest following. Like, I feel like on any of the Bachelorette, like, Instagram accounts that I follow, like, it's all Bennett all the time. I do think, I personally really, like, I've started following a few of them on Instagram. I really like Ben from California, the veteran. Um, and I especially oh, yeah. like him because, okay, I have been Is this that account that you were talking about? The guy that, what, the gym, or the, yes. continue. I have been exposed to him before unknowingly because I follow, as you know, I'm a Food Network and Top Chef enthusiast. I follow like Brooke Williamson, who won Top Chef, Antonia LaFaso, who Uh, is John Guy's Grocery Games all the time, and she was on Top Chef, and then Artie uh, Sequeira, who's a mm -hmm, Guy's mm -hmm. Grocery Games judge. They go to this gym, and they get in ice baths sometimes, and they go to this gym all the time, and Ben is like, I don't know if he owns it or just works there. But Ben is like their uh, their trainer, so I'm here for. I, I like the the overlap there. Yeah, two of a, my worlds: Bachelor Nation yeah. and like Food Network. So yeah. I I'm a Ben stan. Anyway. I feel like I don't know half of them, so I'm excited to actually like meet them <laughs> and actually know who these you know people are. And well, here's something maybe interesting. Maybe I'll fall in love too. Who knows? Yeah. I know, right? If we ever get to see a glimpse of any of their personalities, you know what's a shame? Who was really kind of turning out to be the darling? Not a shame. If you know, like this is awful. It's sad that we all were so invested in easy. And again, I don't even know what the I don't really know what the, any of the accusations are. But it's really interesting that after week three, Reality Steve went live and said there were some accusations, you know, made against easy. The person making them went to like ABC's like production company or something and did speak with them and let them know. And reality, Steve was like, yeah, you're not going to be seeing much of easy in the next episode. And they did have him talking a little bit. So I'm like, huh? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, he said one, I remember him saying one thing probably in like one of the earlier meetings with Chris. Yeah. Um, But now that you just brought him up, I don't remember seeing him like in the second half of the episode at all. So I guess they did cut him out a little bit, but I don't know. They they didn't have to give him any any speaking lines, but like it's a play. It's just so disappointing, and it's like, how does your cat? How do your casting people? And again, I don't know what it takes to be a casting director, but how do you not know? I I mean, because they, well, they I don't think. Who, I, but I don't think though, like if there if that's not on paper or something, like she, I think she literally saw him on TV and was like, "Oh, that's fucked up. I need to tell them what happened." Like right. I don't, well, you know what I mean? Like that's the understanding yeah. I kind of got from it. So it wasn't like I a public thing, would, so they wouldn't have been able to know. I wish they would just acknowledge it then. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, and, and when they have when there's like an episode like that, and in the beginning, it'll be like you know, before the episode will be like a black screen with white letters and it'll be like, at the time of filming, these allegations were not yet known. You know what I mean? Yeah. They but, acknowledge it. it but it then also really they need, they should be acknowledging the Colton stuff before they <laughs> acknowledge Yeah. <laughs> Easy. I know. Oh it's uh, it's tough. I don't know. 
do we ha- I don't know that I have any any additional thoughts. I feel like again, it just it was really it, it kind of just fizzled out. Like it was yeah. it was pretty sh- for all of the drama surrounding it. It was pretty straightforward. There was no huge surprises. Like mm-hmm. a huge surprise would have been if they didn't get engaged. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't really think I have much to add. I I'm excited for Tasha. I I did hear her ending is a little unconventional too. So like I'm interested to see cuz she her time is definitely like limited now too. It's not like they I don't know if they like extend how long her season goes. So I think she has even less time She just has the remaining time, yeah. Yeah, so but I love Tasha. I was watching her on Jimmy Kimmel. Like I just think she's like very charismatic. Like I remember just thinking when I would see her with Colton and stuff on their date she really seems like a real genuine fun person. Like I feel like sometimes you're watching the bachelor and like you see these girls on a date and I'm just like, she is just like duller than like a bag of rocks. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like just like so boring. Like what, like what does this person have to say? Like how do you, like it's just like the, when the guy's like, Oh yeah, I'm really falling for so-and-so. And I'm like, she is a wet blanket. Like she has no personality. What the fuck? But Tasha really does. So I'm excited to, you know, get to see her journey. When you say you've heard she has an unconventional ending, have you heard what that is and you don't want to say it? Or No, no. I don't know. I don't know. Reality Steve wouldn't tell me. You know, personally. <laughs> You've been begging him and he just Yeah, I've him. been like, come on, Steve. No, but I that that's all I saw. I did get a sneak peek of who like he is saying the final four is and I won't I won't share and I also don't remember. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, every single season I tell myself, I'm not going to check spoilers, I'm not going to check Reality Steve, and then inevitably, it's late one night, and that's where I find myself. But I haven't <laughs> yet. Yeah, I, I did. And I, I'm, I'm happy about it. Should we get into some Survivor discussion? Yeah, that is what we're here for, huh? So, if, if, you, if you've been uh, slogging through this and you, you're not a Bachelor at fan, thanks for sticking with us. Like we said, we're going to watch Heroes vs. Villains next because it's going to be on Netflix. So yeah, the hope is that if you're somebody who hasn't wanted to pony up for Hulu or CBS All Access, that this will maybe be one less barrier for you to join us on our journey. No excuses now, people. Yeah, everyone has Netflix. Not that anyone had any excuses before. This is Yeah, everyone has Netflix except for Brian because Laura had to buy it for him. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) So true. Brian, now that you have Netflix, do you think it's going to be hard to not go back to life without it? Um, Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep it. Um, (laughs) Although I haven't, I don't think I still, like from your gift, I don't think I've had to pay yet but i'll probably have to pay you know what's funny is generous gift so that's what i'm trying freshman, to say. freshman year of college my dad got me a netflix subscription for a year for christmas that was what i asked for dvds and male dvds when that one year ended yeah he just kept paying for it so <laughs> 10 years later wow so you play your cards right you the play gift, your cards right the gift that keeps on giving yeah, yeah, I love my I, I can't imagine my life without my streaming services. I have too many. I've been trying to be generous of myself in the pandemic because usually, you know, it's funny the things that we choose to be frugal over or not. Cause like I'll mm-hmm. go shopping and I'll be like, oh, this like ridiculous sweater that I'm like like I told you guys about the raincoat, for instance. Yeah, I was gonna say or your raincoat. <laughs> yeah. 
I to, if, to, to the chatterboxes. I recently, <laughs> it's like that's for another podcast. <laughs> I recently splurged on a very nice raincoat, and the the thing is, like, I will spend that amount of money on a raincoat, but. I'll, I'll nickel and dime. I'll be like, Oh, like I haven't watched HBO in a month. I need to cancel that. And like, I'll go and be like canceling and like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll just, I'll be very like judicious about like what I'm using, what I'm not using. Like right now I, I have Hulu because I'm watching Real Housewives. Like I need, I need Hulu and Mm -hmm. it was for Survivor before too. Fuck, Mm -hmm. Brian, remember when you were down and we had to to order it. <laughs> I had to, well, I had to order CBS All Access because the one of the episodes of All Star. Uh, yeah, 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 and I haven't canceled that yet either. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, oh. but so anyway, my point is like it's funny how it's like I'll be like a raincoat, no problem, but it's like ten dollars a month for this thing. Oh, I don't think so. I get so much use. I mean, I I should cancel CBS All Access because I'm not currently like watching Survivor on it, so. I should cancel that, but yet I don't. I don't know why. Well, cancel I, it after Amazing Race, so that way I can watch the whole season. Oh, yeah. And then you can oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, you a couple more weeks. Know, Hold on to it for a couple yeah, more weeks. I will. Yeah, and I, I have HBO Max right now, which Friends is on, and, like, I used – and, like, Friends left Netflix, Ooh, and it's been a while, right. and, like, HBO Max has the most – terrible like would we call it an interface yeah like, it, it is terrible you're right about that it is like who made this it, it's like it reminds me of like i don't know like i feel like i'm in 2010 or something it's terrible but i, I should probably cancel that one i've, I've I had really it since may watch, i really want to watch the show um i think it's called like the undoing or something mm. i want to see that too that's on hbo max yeah yeah oh wait were we going to talk about heroes versus villains yes <laughs> I know that I watched Heroes versus Villains, but it's been a long time, and it's really, really fuzzy to me. But I know, I I know that I did watch it. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it a few times, so I'm, I'm pretty familiar. There's there's some good moments in this one. Um, this was, this aired in 2010. Yeah, so it's it, it's like the midway point oh, wow, where we are now. It's it, it, yeah, it's it's season twenty. So, oh, yeah, halfway point. And yeah, and it, it's argued like to be, I think, the best season. Like, definitely the best returning player season. Um, most would say, and then all like the Kageon is the other like favorite season among. Ryan, we may have watched this together. What? So two thousand ten. Oh yeah, probably then. Yeah. Yeah, we were in we were in college. Yeah. We probably we probably watched this together. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that sure. might explain why we don't have any. That why I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched it most recently. I probably watched it back in what, like J- June or July. I forget how quickly I did my binge of all the seasons, but that was you know halfway through my I've, binge. I've seen it. Um, I've seen it semi recently. Whenever. Ooh. Whenever, whenever uh, Courtney watched it and like Gabby and Buddy watched it, I watched it along with them. So, nice. so, but it, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good one. So I'm, and, and it's nice watching just one episode a week and having time to really like pay attention and analyze. Um, now, did you guys want to like talk about the heroes uh, versus the villains? Like a little rundown of them. Laura, if you, I'm pretty like 
aware of who goes home when. So, like, if you don't want to look, like, I'm on the Wikipedia right now. If you want me to say their name or something, and then we like have a little discussion. I too is on the wiki, like oh. the Wikipedia, but I just switched because I, if somebody is listening to this and they don't know, I don't want to spoil it for them. But I found yeah. a article that has them out of order. Oh, okay, perfect. So then, if you if you have that up, if you want to do the rundown, are we going to do all heroes then all villains? This this is mixed together, which I think is okay. Okay. So up first on the guess who's on which on which tribe? Oh yeah. So up first on the heroes tribe, we have James Clement, and he was oh, on China okay. and uh, fans versus favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't. I got. I don't think I know him. James? You you would know him if you know him. You you would never forget his arm. Oh, you would never forget. Wait, James. wait, wait, wait. Was he the person who we figured out was like also on a soap opera? Wait. Um, uh, I don't. I I don't think so. He's a grave was, digger. Yeah, there was like some some sort of. Oh, I think maybe he was. Yeah, what? we we got on a tangent where there was like some survivor hottie that you. I feel like you guys were talking about him, and I was like, I don't know who that is. But I had to look them up, and it turned out they they after I think Survivor like went on a, oh. a soap opera because they were so hot, and I think it was James. Uh, I thought Malcolm did. There's probably two of them. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I know Malcolm went on on something. So I, I also I'm not gonna read the description for every single one, but. This people.com article starts, oh, okay. It says, known for his smile and impressive pecs, he made oh, yeah. the sexiest men issue. James won the spirit fan favorite prize of blah, 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 blah. So, okay. We're, we're oh, excited he, about James. He was on The Young and the Restless. He made a cameo as a cop. Yes. Ooh, that's a, that, that's that's going to be like a sexy cop. Oh, there's a, there's a picture. Yeah, no, James is like real hot. And he's just like pretty like, down to earth like he can get a little angry sometimes oh my god this is like so inappropriate but like i was watching this like peak covid times and in fans versus favorites they have a at the merge feast they have like a bowl of bats like skin Mm. and all and he picks up a bat and starts eating it like a chicken wing and i was like oh too soon you know like this is not something in 2020 oh yeah yeah oh i forgot about that of all things in the merge feast, you want to eat a bat? Like, I guess immerse yourself he in the culture. He's hungry. He's a big man. He needs to eat. Uh, I don't know. But there was a whole there was a whole spread. I, I feel like he was just being adventurous, but that, it was like, it looked so disgusting. I wanted to throw up. Um, but yeah, I like, yeah, he, he's definitely a hero. He, um, he has a legacy about him. I don't, do you, do you guys know what his legacy is? What? That he, no. can't, that he can't win. That going home with it with immunity idols in his pocket. Oh. Two of them. Two of them. Right. He's one of those. Yeah. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of James. I I like him, and he has some good relationships with I think with some of the other because he was on two seasons. So and some of the, he's definitely playing with quite a few people. I think that he's played with before. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So so next up on the list we have on the villains tribe Benjamin Coach Wade. Oh my God. I oh, must add, um, Danielle, um, our guest from last week, went out of her way because during the episode we posed to her the question, is there anyone she dislikes more than Missy? And she could not think of someone. And like about a week later, she texted me at board and was like, I thought of someone. I hate Coach so much. <laughs> she like, woke up in the middle of the night with like <laughs> sweating, like, it's Coach, it's Coach. 
Sometimes if I'm awful. if I'm watching a season with him, yeah, Courtney Courtney's not a fan either. I don't think, but I don't think she like hates him with a fiery passion. I don't hate him with a fiery passion. I think he's really annoying. Yeah, he's just obnoxious. He's ridiculous. Like you can't take him seriously. Uh, didn't he say he got lost in the jungle one time? Like in his like personal he had, life, he had a lot of stories. He was like, yeah, I feel like he was kind of like um, Debbie with like all the Debbie. jobs. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. He and oh my god, I just I I crack myself up. I like took a video of him like doing yoga or like chanting, like meditating on the on the beach in in one of his seasons. I think it might be this one. And I sent it to Danielle like just periodically. To piss her off. <laughs> I don't know how we forgot that one. I think it's, yeah. I think it's this season because uh, Boston Rob like gets pissed at pissed at oh. him for doing it. <laughs> Man, I... he's a character. I I still I I know this is one of your favorites, Ashley. I I don't think I I still don't think I've seen Tokatians and and I I was going through the the early episodes, but then Real Housewives has really just derailed my binge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. Part, yeah, at least it's Housewives and not something else that took over your yeah. attention. Okay. That is a priority. All right, so next up on the Heroes Tribe, we have Candace Woodcock, and she was on Cook Islands. So wait a minute, hold on. I just watched Cook Islands. With Ozzy? No. Oh shoot. No. This sorry. Is, I this is Yule's... Pearl Islands. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, this I... is this is Yule season. This is I the racist season. Okay. okay, I have not yet seen Cook Island, so I do not know who she is. Candace Woodcock of the White Tribe. Okay. Blonde, yeah. right? Blonde one. Yeah. She also makes out when she, when when somebody gets voted out, not saying if it's her, if it's the guy, I don't want to like, you know, give anything away. <laughs> Spoiler, she literally like makes out with this guy and this is like day 30 something, I think, or tw- late 20s. I'm like, you have not brushed your teeth in three weeks and you just made out with this guy. It is disgusting. Also, the best thing, oh my God, the best thing ever happens in the beginning involving Candace. It is the funniest thing in the entire world. This guy on the other tribe, for some reason, in their first immunity challenge, oh, Billy? Impression- Billy gets is, thinks that Candace says "I love you" to him, and he's yep. like doubling down on it, and it, it it's, it's a real hoot. Oh, so. I've I've I have not seen that episode, but I have watched that scene many times because <laughs> it's so freaking amazing. Yeah, it's hilarious. And then that's a good one because you get in- introduced to Ozzy for the first time. Yeah, I like Candace. She's like kind of forgettable, but I do I do like that she came back. Um, a real quick survivor shout for Ozzy, who recently dropped his OnlyFans. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> I, I gotta sign up for that uh, free one-day trial. I don't think it's, yeah, like, I don't know if it's probably not free anymore. He probably got, oh crap. He probably got what he wanted and then started charging. Uh, as an experiment, do I need to, do I need to pay, like, and, and see what's up? I, I think we know what is up. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Oh, God. All right. So who's, who's, really, next? Like, who's next? Who's next? Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, villain tribe Courtney Yates and Courtney uh, was on was also on China. I love Courtney. She's hilarious. She's like yeah. so snarky. Definitely a villain. I one of the most like I would say like in my opinion like top ten or so like maybe fifteen. I don't know. Some fucked up shit has happened on the show of ours problematic things happen when jeff grills her at the china finale if she has an eating disorder that it's like the most fucked up thing yeah like do better survivor like that that was so uncomfortable but she i feel like she took it like she took it like a champ like it's fucked up she had to deal with that i mean i hate to say it that she's had it 
she's probably had it her whole life, but you know, she's yeah. had to deal with it her whole life. Not that it's right, but she's yeah. probably put up like a defense against it. So, but no, I, I love her. She's so funny and um, yeah, she's hilarious. She's you know, despite not having much uh, physical prowess, she's she oh, seems shit. to do well in the game. So yeah, definitely, because she doesn't really get viewed that she she doesn't get viewed as a threat that much but she is pretty dangerous definitely a villain Lara, you have not seen her first season no no i haven't yeah she's good next up on the heroes tribe we have tom westman i i like tom i you know i don't remember his original season that much i don't think i I can't remember if I did a rewatch of it, so I might not have seen his season like since it aired back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I remember him from this, and I, I feel like he seems like a stand-up guy. Wait, I like did him. he win? Was he a winner? I, I, I think so. No, I'm confused. Oh. He is I know who he is, but I forgot if he won or not. I'm like, wait, I'm thinking of a different person. <laughs> Were you thinking of Big Tom? <laughs> no, 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 no. I knew. I'm picturing. Yeah, no, I'm picturing this guy. Uh, Tom, who's got like the some accent? Is he from? Is he either from Boston, or New York, or Maine, or something like that? One yeah, yeah. He, he's a and he's a silver fox. Yes, yes. yes. NYC firefighters. Not, yeah, <laughs> we love firefighters on this. I give you know what? Give me a firefighter oh, yeah, on Survivor, and I am here for it. Give me a Keith Ooh. nail. Give me a Jeremy. Give me a Tom <laughs> Westman. A take or leave a Wesley nail. Just kidding. He's already yeah. today. A whole, a whole tribe of fire, fire firefighters. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, Literally, Tyler? I feel like there have mm. been so many firefighters and so many cops on the show. Firefighters versus cops. I'm yeah. No, no one says fuck the fire department. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting Heroes for Heroes versus villains. villains part two. Uh, All right. Speaking of villains, our next one on the list is. Good old Tyson Apostle, which is wild to me because I, in my head, think of him as a hero. Yeah, well, because you didn't see Token Chain. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. He was he, mean. He's he was much mean. different. Yeah. He was mean to Sierra in, okay. in, in Token Chains. I remember. Not Sierra um, of our, our, our favorite uh, local, uh, not local, our favorite Trump supporter as of late. Just kidding. Um, Sierra, Sierra this, this blonde. Wasn't He's he mean blonde. to? Wasn't he mean to the other Sierra too? <laughs> probably, he probably was. No, Tyson. He's a they were on, villain. They were on Blood versus Water. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a villain, but in like a fun, like a fun loving. Like I don't. He's not a bad person. He's just like his gameplay is a little can be a little diabolical. He's, yeah, because if you if you like so so when I was doing my rewatch, I had obviously seen all the seasons up until this point, like fairly recently. So when I, when I was going through the list of heroes versus villains, I was like, oh, this is kind of a stretch to put this person on the villains list. But like, yeah, you have to. According to the Wikipedia page, uh, the, the Sierra that he was mean to, Sierra Reed, she was considered for this season as well, but then was not because she was, I think, either in a relationship with or engaged to a producer from her oh. season. Oh, interesting. I did not. That's a fun, new fun fact. I didn't know. Now, yeah, I did not know that. Did they get married? The thing about Tyson... Oh, that's Sierra. I see her now. I'm looking at her. This Ty- Tyson, I will say, like, it's really nice, like, just having seen Tyson on Winners at War and stuff. You definitely, like, see an evolution of Tyson, and, like, you understand how he became a winner, and it's just, it, it's just very interesting. I, I will say, there's, like, a Tyson moment in this one where you're like, Tyson, what are you doing, bro? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
Next up on the Heroes Tribe, we have Stephanie LaGrosa. Oh, justice for Steph. Love her. Yeah, she's a challenge beast. Didn't she end up on a one-woman tribe? Like, didn't yes. everyone get eliminated yes. from her tribe and she ended it up was alone? so sad. And, I, like, she's she's always... She's from Philly. From Philly. I'm just saying I'm just that. At the time of this People article, she was engaged to a Philadelphia Phillies player. Hmm. Ooh, get it, Steph. Yeah. No, I, I I like her. All right. Next up on the Villains Tribe, a woman who needs no introduction, Parvati Shallow. Oh, my God. <sighs> love Parv. Parv. I love her. Yeah. Oh, that's she, all I have to say. Definitely a villain through and through. She, I, she was also on Candace's season, Cook Islands, and then we saw her in Fans versus Favorites, which was amazing, with, like, the witches, like, coven. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was a good one. Um. Yeah, I mean, she really doesn't need an introduction. We we know we know Parv. Yeah, it's true. Next up on Heroes, we have Colby Donaldson, who I also he was. Oh, you know what? He was on the Australian Outback, and I, and uh, yes, exactly. I didn't watch them because they was they're missing on Hulu. But Brian gave me the DVD, so mm. I will watch them. He's on All Stars, but Brian, I guess. Oh yeah, I forgot he was on All Stars. Yeah, but I guess he didn't. He really hasn't made a splash yet, so I'm not super familiar with him. I feel like the biggest splash he makes is in Australia, so <laughs> like he yeah. kind of can't really go um, up uh, from there. Not that he like is very like I, I wouldn't say he's like the best in Australia, but like I feel like that's like his peak. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not like on his side in this one. Like I, I, I don't think I'm like rooting for him in this. Not that like in in a he's a bad guy kind of way, but I feel like. He finds himself in an alliance i think that i'm not on board with yeah but he's like a classic classic guy yeah next up and i have some thoughts about this person <laughs> on, the, on the villains tribe we have boston rob and uh, yeah. i i, I want to share some thoughts because we were talking about with danielle we asked her who her number who 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 her survivor hottie was and this was not her answer but she was like you know i think boss and rob is kind of cute yeah you like forced this to be her answer no i i don't think boss and rob is and so the 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 photo and people at this point he's had one kid so it's like he's not he's in the middle you know he's not like super young boston rob that we met way back when and he's not like old boston rob that we know now guys i just like I don't think Boston Rob is cute. And oh, the reason man. the reason I don't think so is I think for me, like style is so like clothing and the way you dress is like so big for me that you can have like he has a cute face. I'll give you that. But I just can't get past like the black tank top. It's like so ugly. And baseball cap. <laughs> I you know, I, I like a nice I like a nice baseball cap. I, I don't know. Fun. If he had a He's black casual. t-shirt. If he had a black t-shirt on, I'd be like, that is a, a cute man. But I just, the tank top <laughs> for me, I hate it. I am I am attracted to his gold chain. Oh my god! I, I, there is, it's not, okay, it's not my personal vibes. It's not at all. It's not something, but it's just like, I like to throw you guys some curveballs sometimes. Like, remember, like, my, you and you know how I feel about a Boston accent. <laughs> We know how I feel. <laughs> yeah. He just he has a nice smile. I don't know. There's something about like he looks like a little like a little like grimy. Like I don't it's know. Very I, grimy. <laughs> I, I, it's hot to me. It's hot yeah. to me. 
Brian, why don't you have a Boston accent? Um, I don't know. I guess I what's lucked, like, I lucked out. What's like the cutoff? Like, you know, because you're you're about what, like 25, 30 minutes outside of Boston? Is that right? Yeah. Sometimes people like, say my mom has an accent, like when she's out of town and stuff. But oh, really? See, I don't feel like I don't really feel like either of your parents. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. Wonder how that works. Fine by me. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have that. that well, it's like we're not, you know, we're like relatively close to Philly, and like I, I don't think I think we have. I, I have my own weird Lamberville accent. I think, but yeah, yeah I, I actually have. Accent. I have a Walpole accent. Oh, there's a Walpole yeah. accent. <laughs> it's true. Shout out to Walpole. Walpole, Walpole, Ashley, Walpole have ever, MA. Have you ever heard of a Fisher cat? <laughs> um, no. Fisher cats are. I'll share those in our Instagram stories, which I still have okay. to share on the a, pre- a, a quick, quick luxury item sneak peek: Fisher cats. <laughs> Wait, is it a weasel? <laughs> oh God, no! It's like eat, it eats weasels. It's like this it's like a bear. Yeah, it's it's so weird, but it's it's like something indigenous to like Walpole, Massachusetts. <laughs> no, and, it's like but no. When Brian, like, when, like Brian, I don't know how it came up, but like when Brian was in, like you know, first came to Philly for college, I don't know how it came up in conversation. But at some point, Fisher cats come. We're like, what the fuck is that? And Brian was like, I don't know what a Fisher cat is. <laughs> <laughs> was it you never when you were visiting once? You never heard them, and they scream. They scream, yeah. Oh, that sounds terrifying. It is frightening, yeah. I didn't know. Oh. I forgot I forgot how Fisher Cats came up. But yeah, ever since then, Larry's been fascinated with the, the Fisher I, Cats. I am. I am. Uh, it's a carnivorous mammal native to North America. Yeah, it like eats, you know, pets and stuff. Oh, that's, that's mean. I don't like them. Well, like it just eats like, you know, whatever small animal it finds. It doesn't. Aww. specifically seek out domesticated animals it just <laughs> whatever fits in its mouth i think it just yeah they wouldn't say no though if they came across <laughs> one well that's yeah. mean i don't like them that'd be a scary right. mascot to so yeah <laughs> boston rob he's he's a classic character but he's in his own world you can get it <laughs> or not <laughs> okay. well is this gonna be claire's this is gonna be, yeah this is gonna be <laughs> that's no, no, right no. like, part two obviously he obviously can get it like he, he whatever he, he is fine yeah um, he, he is fine <laughs> okay next up on the heroes tribe we have amanda kimmel she's oh, from God. china and um my <laughs> our fans first favorite you're not a I, fan courtney i am not an amanda fan i there's something about her i don't like it I, I, I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, she's kind of sneaky. sneaky. She is sneaky, but she just, like, plays... She's just like, oh, like, I just... Like, I have, I don't, I have these big eyes, and I'm going to stare at you, and, like, I'm so nice. I'm from Minnesota. Like, right? Isn't she from Minnesota? I don't know. Like, there's something about her I don't trust. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I wouldn't overall say I'm, like, a fan. But, I mean, I don't hate... I don't have nothing against her, but... I, I don't think, hate... Yeah. I think I, don't I got... Hate her. During my rewatch, I got annoyed with her because she does come back so many times a lot of people annoying. come back a lot but yeah she, she does something bad like, here like just yeah stay stay calm i think i don't mind her so much okay i in china i think i did like her but i think it does say a lot like how china panned out i think that is kind of a reflection on how people feel about her like mm-hmm. um and also 
she was super it was funny in in um season 16 fans versus favorites like she was like hooking up with ozzy and then he like ended up being like oh hey alexis mm-hmm. like alexis is really cool that was awkward mm. yep yeah is that what ozzy gave his really awkward tribal speech yeah and he's like yep yeah definitely Ugh. like i again i haven't seen this season myself but i've seen the clip and it's mm. Mm-hmm. oh man next up on villains we have danielle di lorenzo this I thought was an interesting choice of casting. I I would say she might. I feel yeah, like she's okay. kind of like a who, and then like even like when you are explained who she is, you're also still just kind of like who. I don't. I don't think. Well, she was you know, first off another Boston girl. So shout out, shout out, yeah. to our Boston girl. She she's, was on she's season seen the Fisher Cat in her day. Yeah, she's, <laughs> oh, she's she's heard of squeal screeching. She's she was on season twelve, right? Aris's season. Yeah, she I was think. a run, she was runner up. Yeah, so I remember her from that. I do not remember her being particularly villainous in that season, but I think she proves herself to be a villain in this season. So I feel like maybe it was more of a hunch than a certainty <laughs> that that you know casting had. She'd like it, they knew she'd hook up with uh, Boston Rob, and there'd just be a. Yeah, they knew they knew something would happen. Yeah, no, like I mean, in this, like she ends up like uh, being in cahoots with uh, with Russell Hands. I'm pretty sure. Oh uh, yeah, one of his bimbos. Yeah, but you know what? He doesn't have bimbos this time. He has some. He has smart, powerful women <laughs> on either side. All right. Yeah. Next up on heroes, we have Rupert. Um. Another character that I just got sick of, but he's a classic, and I I support him. I'll you know, there's always a spot in my heart for Rupert, but he gets kind of he gets kind of annoying. Uh, oh my god! Well, it's just so funny. We've talked about this before. Like when this when Rupert first graced our screens, like what was that? Maybe two thousand three or something, like season seven, maybe two thousand four. Yeah. And so it was just like Rupert was like, oh, big burly man wearing a tie-dye shirt. Like, what kid's not going to love Rupert? But then yeah, adult, so me fun. Is, <laughs> adult me is like, Rupert, please shut the fuck up. It's actually really yeah. funny, though, because my brother, like, used to watch Survivor with us. Like, and he was like a, a, ki- a little kid then. Like, he was born in, he was probably like 10 when he, like, was first introduced to Rupert. Still to this day, when my mom and I are watching, Brandon will just be like, where's Rupert? Like, that's all. That's his, that's his like, survivor. <laughs> like, survivor equals Rupert. I don't know. Like, I feel like Rupert. Justice for Rupert, but he's annoying. He is annoying. And, like, also, too, he's a hero. Like, he's really, he can be nice, but he can also be, like, loud and angry. He has a real temper. Yeah, he's a hothead. Well, I don't know. All Stars, they had a specific challenge where Rupert um, decided to <laughs> take yeah, charge and he fucked it up majorly and like would not admit that he fucked it up for everyone even though they all were like you're fucking this up he was like nope 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 I'm not nope I'm not and then in the end it was part of being a hero is taking accountability That's but, true. Okay, all right yeah well but I would say he's definitely not a villain because I feel like he's not He's not always thinking, you know, he's not really, I think part of being a villain too, a lot of the times involves like plotting and Rupert's not plotting. He's just catching some fish and providing. Wait, guys, can I tell you 
And I don't remember how this conversation started. I guess Matt and I were talking, we were, you know, out one night. We're talking about Survivor, as you do. <laughs> and how did this come up? But we were talking about, oh, I think, I, I think, oh, man, how did it come up? I said something to Matt. He was doing, he's, he did something, he said something like wildernessy, like, you know, like a wilderness tip or whatever. Uh, again, like, I, I wish I had context for this, <laughs> but I said, you, this is why you'd be so good on Survivor. And he was like, yeah, but you know, I would, I would play a terrible social game. Like I wouldn't be able to like deceive people. And then we were, I don't know how we got into it, but we got into, would you let, would you let your kids watch Survivor? Or maybe I said like, oh, I can't wait until we have kids and we can watch Survivor with them. And he was like, do you think that like the morals that are portrayed on that show are okay? And I was like, I think if you raise your kids to not be dummies and they can oh, really understand this is a game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I was watching it as a 10 year old. I don't think exactly. it, like, I don't think yeah. it like, impression oh. me to do anything different than like I normally would have in my, in Matt, my life. <laughs> that is just too pure for this world. I mean, Laura, the, his, his, uh, his, his rocks, like or sea glass, whatever from the, beach on your trip like oh he's just he's Wasn't just too precious he's bird watching <laughs> bird watching he's, he's just too pure for this world like no matt we're your, your children are gonna watch i Survivor. think he would do well i mean he he seems um you know competitive in a healthy way and he's obviously oh. like a good guy so i think Brian, he, who, and, and the wilderness who, part of it so i think he would do well who do we know that's competitive in an unhealthy way Brian, to, to contrast. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like... Me, me. like yeah. Oh, no, no, I think you would do fine, too. Like, no. <laughs> well, first, first of all, yeah, I would be a disaster in many ways. I, I am a sore loser, but, you know, Matt, Matt would be, like, an, he... he he would be kind of like the the, the, the um, scenario you were describing on Rupert when Rupert wants to build the shelter one way and it doesn't go well. Like, Matt can be kind of um, like that where he gets very fixated on an idea and has to see it through, even though true. it's like clearly not working. Uh, anyway, whatever. Yeah. We'll cross that. Who's next? Who's next? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Up next on the Villains Tribe, we have Randy Bailey. And he Ooh. was on. A true, a true Randy, villain. Randy has been featured uh inadvertently in the last 24 hours as several memes <laughs> oh my god i love it what is it it's it's sugar saying something and then and, like her um, as trump and uh crystal crystal yeah he also yeah i think both of them are the quotes are about i think both of them are about randy right yeah which is That's hilarious funny. i wish i wish i knew them off right now i would i would read them but larry you can link it when you're yeah, yeah when we find it that's funny it, yeah. randy is like the thing about randy is he's not pretending that he's a hero he's just like i'm an asshole like i he, he's like i'm like I think a, he a, thinks he's a hero for being an asshole though like i don't i mean he's obviously a villain but like i, I think he's just like I think he knows that everyone hates him, and I think he's okay with it. I think he like likes living a, a life of solitude. Mm -hmm. He didn't even invite friends to his finale. He gave his tickets away to fans, which was nice. But that's, I mean, that shows one, you know, that's and he could have just like burned them, you know. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. That was did no, he give them away or did he deed. sell them? I think gave. I think gave. So that's fairly heroic. Yeah, but no, he just he was he was pretty nasty. Like he he said some mean stuff. I think oh, yeah. on definitely on a <laughs> Yeah. Up next on the heroes tribe, we have Jessica, aka Sugar. 
Sugar. <laughs> Survivor shout to Sugar. <laughs> oh my god. You know that like I I mean I just love Sugar from Instagram. Like I again I've seen the season that she was on, but it's just very fuzzy in my mind because I think I tuned in kind of towards the end of it. I I was definitely a Sugar fan. I think that Okay, so on her season, like, with her, like, short hair and her little pigtails and, like, her, like, high-waisted, like, leopard, her like, pin up, yeah, and stuff, her pinup look, I feel like she was very, like, early in that pinup girl trend, you know? Like, I feel like we saw it more after, but to me, I was like, who is she? Like, look at her. She's so glamorous. Like, I, in 2000 eight or nine whatever when i was watching her season i i was definitely a fan and it was so sad she well sad at first but then ultimately good for her it was so funny that she kept getting sent to exile and literally it was an exile was amazing it was a shack filled with fruit so she would just (laughs) like yeah you just chill and eat a bunch of fruit like i mean it's kind of like the reason they sent her is kind of fucked up like it was kind of like mean that they would pick on her but they didn't know she was just like sitting there eating fruit all the time in the in the end, wait, she's on the heroes. Yeah. yeah. In the end, Here. didn't they kind of pin her as a villain on her season? They all hated her. I don't. All I remember, I, all I remember is Corinne being so 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 mean to her. Like honestly, like I personally think I think Courtney disagreed with me. I think Courtney was like Reed's evil stepmother speech to Missy was like the meanest ever thing at uh, final. I I thought that Corinne's to Sugar was like the meanest thing I've ever heard in my life. You guys remember that? I forget. I mean, yeah. I, I I did watch it recently, but I forget the yeah, details. Yeah, it was it was it was really it was mean and personal. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, Sugar's our friend, and like, in case she you know does listen to this, I I don't want to like bring up a sore subject like in her life, but it was fucked up, and like I was definitely team Sugar in that. Oh yeah, know, I'm team Sugar. Yeah, so sugar. I'm. I'm a sugar fan, she, and I, I think it's the first episode she's got. Um, there's an interesting moment with her. I think it's the first episode, so keep a look out. Keep a look out oh, for Sugar episode one. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I yeah, and I love her on social media. Like she's just like very vocal about her views and stuff, and like she definitely engaged. Laura, I think yeah, you, you guys were engaging. I think I think you and Sugar like would really be thick as thieves in real life. Like you seem to have like similar interests. <laughs> Jess Mariano for. <laughs> oh my god! Right, and then I, I cannot believe the Gilmore Girls connection. That's crazy. Yeah, that's. It's- so it's happening it's so happening yeah. I, yeah, she, she just seems like honestly like a really down-to-earth person who like tells it like it is and is not afraid to speak her mind and that's my kind of lady yeah definitely a fan Whew. okay so we have i think five more people we mm. have again someone who needs no introduction on the villains tribe we have sandra the oh. queen so she also i was kind of like i mean you watched it fairly recently her season but i don't think she was like particularly villainous in uh-huh. her season but she was like um definitely her you know fourth her uh sassy and like upfront self but i don't wouldn't say like a villain yeah, <laughs> compared to like johnny fairplay <laughs> yeah i know what you mean next up on the heroes tribe we have james jt thomas i on token jeans, I like. I, I think I was in love with JT. I just, oh, you know, really? I I just I just like I I just like a, a southern 
a southern guy. And, like, honestly, that, he that was... drawl. Yeah, I just love it. I think it's so... I don't know. Like, no frills. Like, you know, what you see is what you get. I like it. Yeah. Um, I there, There's this one particular scene, too. He was definitely a challenge beast as well. And mm-hmm. I I loved the one challenge. I... I think it I think it was in token jeans when this happened where he was it was one of those ones where you're running through the mud and like trying to catch something like someone's launching something and you and the other you and the other tribe mm-hmm. have people trying to catch it he knocks his tooth out and instead of like you know saving it he just spits it out into the mud like yeah. like how bad Jeff's like wait that? where's it go get the tooth <laughs> go get the tooth he's, he's, he's like, like no like I'm He's like, I, no, I want to keep playing. Like, he doesn't care. Um, I also like his... I, I also, too, like when, like, an unlikely friendship is formed. Like, him and Stephen Fishback, like, just formed such a great alliance and bond. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. Stephen was definitely in JT's, like, uh, bridal party. So, I, I, I don't know if it was reciprocated. Oh, really? but I, I, I think that... Yeah, I saw pictures, like, on somewhere of JT's wedding and Steven was a groomsman. I'm pretty sure. So I think that's sweet. So yeah, J- JT is a hero in my eyes. Ashley, I have a question for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say you have a set of identical twins. They're both very handsome. They're both have the same personality and you have to marry one of them, but one has a Southern drawl and one has a Boston accent. Which one do you marry? Oh, oh God. God. That this is, is really tough. Oh my, wait, are their person, their personalities are identical? Yeah, the only variable is that, because I'm just saying which accents you prefer. Uh, you know <laughs> what, though? I feel like it's, which accent, I guess the Boston one? I don't know. Ooh. Wow. I don't know. I, this is hard. Oh my god. Next question. I, I, next question. Stressful <laughs> for She's me. <laughs> okay, next up on the villain tribe, you got Russell Hans. Oh my god true really like the, the, the ultimate villain. survivor yeah, the only villain the, the, the villain <laughs> I, will say, I think about this i think about this all the time i was thinking about this yesterday do you have nightmares about russell, about russell hands <laughs> no i have nightmares of him not winning his season i like it pisses me off that at that time they couldn't see that he deserved to win like i mean i don't know if you guys agree with me even but to me oh, it's yeah. just so clear-cut like don't be mad at him for playing the game better than you. Like, but I mean, you're. I mean, they're allowed to vote for who they vote for. But I agree. If like you're voting for who's the best at the game overall, yeah, he definitely deserved to win. But yeah, like the winner of his season was like definitely a goat. Like, but that also, I think, dumb also girl plays alive. into the fact that you can't be an absolute jerk and expect to win. Let's be a jerk, like know. an asshole, like an, an all-out, like <laughs> just like terrible, terrible. It was, person. It was me. Naughty. You know what? If it was me, I would be like, you know what, Russell, I respect what you did. And he would have gotten one more vote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like like finding yeah. idols without respect. without clues, like that's crazy. Respect. It was unprecedented at the time. It's true. Yeah. Alright, next up on the Heroes Tribe, we got Suri Fields. Oh, God we bless Suri. Suri. Just Suri. She deserves a win, too. I love Suri so, so much. Like, oh my, poor Suri, her legacy will always be, oh, like, from the couch to, like, 
survive. Like they, I know, like they say it one more it. time. <laughs> say it one more time. Like Sari used to be on the couch. Like no shit, all of us were on the couch watching <laughs> Jeff. Like, what do you think we're doing every like? No one's been playing Survivor all these years. <laughs> well, what are we do? What are we doing every Wednesday night, Jeff? Like, but. No, I mean, love Saree. She's a Jersey girl. She's a nurse. Mm-hmm. She just, she, you know, she, she's kind of maternal, but like, and she, she, she's funny but young, too. But she's, she's she came on <laughs> thinking she was a young woman and was put on the old lady tribe. Oh my god, that was ridiculous. <laughs> poor, poor Saree. I think she was like only in her thirties. Like, I think she, yeah, I think she was like thirty-eight or thirty-nine. Yeah, damn. But maybe no, not, maybe not even that. And she was concerned. Yeah, uh, love. Know. Love me she some was above 35. Yeah. Love her. Okay. Let's see who's up next. On the villain tribes, we have Jerry Manthe. So she mm. I'm I'm watching her now on All Stars. Yep. Man eater Manthe. Another one from Australia, so I'm not like oh, I don't Australia. remember I don't remember <laughs> Australia that much. Um I I mostly remember her from this, to be honest, because I don't remember All Stars that much. But I guess mm-hmm. she can be. A, I guess she can be a little villainous. But I don't know. I feel like she's like a big sweetie in this. She, yeah, she definitely has like a. She similar to Colby. Uh, she has like a kind of like an opposite storyline effect where. Yeah. You don't really like her, and then you end up. She ends up becoming. And a really good character. There, there, and um, maybe Miss Miss Maneater Manthe. Um, there's a touch of romance this season for her, Ooh. which I don't know if, if you if you guys don't remember. Like... I forget, so I'm looking forward. Oh to... yeah, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> How do I forget. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell. Well, that's it. That's, that's it. Oh, I was hoping there was one more. Wow, that really flew. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for it, Brian. We'll have to have you come back on to to do some episode recaps with us because it's gonna. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm so excited for our new season yeah. and the season that we just watched, Blood versus Water Two. That was way more crisp in my head than Heroes versus Villains. So I'm excited. It's gonna be. It's it's gonna be very new for me. Yeah. Yay. Even though I've seen it, I've seen it semi recently, but there's some there's something about it like. I'm even looking at this list right now of like the order people go home and it's still to me, I'm kind of like, Oh, Oh, that's a surprise. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, well let's wrap up with, um, we, you know, we did this a few survivor shouts earlier to <laughs> Ozzy and his only fans sugar and her standup personality. Do any any I mean how to ask if there's any anyone else that caught your attention? For me, I just really appreciated seeing so many Survivor players this past week tweeting about posting on Instagram about the election and showing their support, and that was just so exciting to see people using their platforms for good. Definitely agreed. Yeah, that was great. Also, too, we got the one of the most amazing memes um, this week of Natalie. <laughs> Which is so it's oh, so yes. awesome. It's so awesome that we were literally fresh off of this season twenty nine, where Natalie plays her idol for Jacqueline and says, "Jacqueline, did you vote for who I told you to vote for?" Mm-hmm. And then what? What was? What was? What was the meme? Which states was it? Like Florida, something? Uh, Georgia, like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Did you vote? Did you vote for who I? Told you to vote for? <laughs> 
cracks me up. That's a good one. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh what God. a week. I know. I'm so. I'm so happy. I feel so. I feel just so fucking relieved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. I I do question like will will we have to evict him? Like I I Jessica Yellen mentioned something about like squatting laws in in Washington D.C. Like what are they? But I I too feel tremendous sense of relief and like a little bit of disappointment about how how close it it, it was but you know right so i yeah for sure it's so funny like just like refreshing my like web browser on election results every like 10 minutes for like four days straight and then i just i'm like you know what i'm gonna go into go into aldi and do my little happy grocery shopping and not look at my phone and i come out to a bunch of texts i'm like oh my god that's how that's how it happens that's so funny you say that, Ashley, because the same thing happened to me. Like, I was glued to the news for four or five days straight, and then I went to to visit my friend, and as soon as I walked in the door, he was like, Biden won PA. And it was like, you know, a watch pot never boils. And I've been hearing that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. even, um, you know, my friend Samita, you may have heard of her. Um <laughs> she was saying she it was the same thing she was glued to the news and then she she was taking like a housewives break and in that very moment was when it happened so exciting i i definitely put on uh the unofficial uh joe biden victory song ti whatever you like (laughs) (laughs) i want joe biden Biden. Biden. (laughs) and the best part is which i didn't even like think about too in the beginning and like throughout the song ti's like hey jill like Dr. Joe Biden. I love it. I'm so here for it. I was like blasting PI, crying, screaming the modified oh. lyrics. Like just I was I was just like so I, I keep getting choked up like random I so many things. It's it's been an emotional roller coaster. Mm. But oh man. Well, I, I think that can kind of be a collective luxury item for oh. all of us. Oh for sure. <laughs> just the yeah, the la- the last twenty four hours or yeah. What yeah. time was it yesterday? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's the morning here. It was like 11:30. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's yeah. It's so funny. It kind of derailed my plans a little bit because I had like big intentions of like having a really low key, like relaxing, like productive weekend, and I was like, I need to pop a bottle of bubble right now. <laughs> I so loved, I did. I love the post that was like. They did this on a Saturday, so we could all go <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, and I my my uh my parents are. They, they did not vote for I mean well my dad won't tell me and I'm like okay if you won't tell me I think I know yeah. but whatever he's like it's none of your business and there I'm like, were 70 is- million votes we all know who yeah. voted for Trump I know and I'm like you know what I'm like he's like well it's none of your business I'm like actually it is because it kind of impacts how I feel about you but okay I mean not okay like I love my parents like, no matter I will what, still but- continue to live here but it's funny because my mom like yeah my mom like likes herself a nice glass of bubbly and like my brother i was like really like proud of him because he's he's not super political i mean hey he i guess he doesn't have to be he's you know just like a like middle class white guy you know but i appreciated that he he did vote for biden and i i I, you know i just like not something we talk about but i really did try to talk to him a lot and i was like you need to think about this like yeah and i was really proud so i i popped a bottle of bubble i walked in and my and my mom didn't even like understand at first like what that that's what i was doing i didn't i wasn't like super in her face or flashy about it and then i was then then i was just being an asshole really at that point i was like mom i was like you can have some but you have to toast to president-elect joe Biden. 
Oh. Uh, God, I'm a dick, but no, it's okay. It was. It's very exciting. Yeah. But don't worry, we won't be gloating like for the next four exactly. years, like, like some well, people. Well, I saw something too, and it was like, you know, like please believe me, like I'm not gonna be wearing like a Biden hat and flying a Biden flag in like at my house. I'm not gonna put like. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Like, that's not that's not what I, it's about. And yeah. like, I was gonna do like hold Biden accountable. You yeah. know, hold. you'll listen to Ti all the time, but that's about it. Yeah, or and and party in the U.S. It was definitely a party in the <laughs> U.S.A. yesterday. Well, for for <sighs> like for a little over half of us. Yeah, it was well, definitely beautiful. Brian, what have you been enjoying lately? Um, in terms of what I've been watching and stuff like that, or just luxury items. Um, well, specifically, I will mention chicken sandwiches. <laughs> uh, today is Super Clockin' Sunday. There's a restaurant near me called Cuddy's that, um, they're like a normal sandwich shop, you know, during the week, but once a month, they have special chicken sandwiches that they Ooh. have on sale. So I wow. got some of those today. They do it a little differently now with, you know, all the quarantine rules and stuff like that. Like it used to be a big long line and now you can order ahead. Um, but it's just like a really good, delicious sandwich? sandwich. So they have two different types um, of sandwiches. They originally had the honey mustard, which is just Ooh. like, you know, your basic fried chicken. But Ooh, then it would have the honey mustard sauce, um, a certain type of cheese. I forget the type of cheese. What kind of roll or bread are we doing? Um, it's a certain has a certain name to it. Um, I'm just trying to get to the website because I forget. It, it's like a certain it's a certain name to it, and then it has like shredded lettuce. Um, I'm just gonna read if you if you don't mind, I'll just read you the whole <laughs> the whole description. So the OG honey mustard sandwich is fried chicken, honey mustard, sharp cheddar, mayo, shredded iceberg, and shaved sweet onion on a buttered up sesame brioche bun. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. And then they decided to make a a second flavor. So I started going here in like 2013 when one of my roommates introduced it to me. Um because again, it's just once a month that they would have these sandwiches. Second sandwich is a barbecue chicken or barbecue ranch, um, which they decided to come up with a new flavor, like after a couple of years or whatever. So that's fried chicken, ranch dressing, tangy barbecue sauce, shredded iceberg, and shaved sweet onion on a buttered up sesame brioche bun. So well, I, you know, I I would get the honey mustard, I think. So in the end, I do like I used to get. They used to offer both on this one day. I would get like one of each. Oh, now yeah. they're doing on one day of the month the original and one day of the barbecue ranch i've only been going on to the honey mustard <laughs> dates uh, i recently. love honey mustard <laughs> i love honey mustard that's fun. So. it's interesting you say that because my luxury like a luxury item i have like i feel like i i'm just going to preemptively say it because it didn't happen yet but <gasps> i i just i just need to share how excited i am there on tuesday there's the the cousins main lobster truck Ooh. and it's, it's gonna be like 10 15 minutes like down the road for me and i'm getting a lobster roll i got one like a month ago and it was so oh. so so delicious i love that plan 
Oh my it's god. It's funny, that kind of pivots nicely into one of my luxury items, which is so lame. And I think I've mentioned it here before. But uh, I've really been enjoying the new episodes weekly of Shark Tank. And <laughs> Cousins Made Lobster was a Shark Tank. Yes. Yeah. It's fun because they come out on Friday night. Yeah. I mean, Matt and I usually watch them like on the weekends. I just, I love Shark Tank. It's what's yeah. <laughs> I don't watch it, like, all the time, but, like, it, is it on on Friday nights? Yeah. I feel like sometimes <laughs> if I'm just, like, chilling on the couch and, like, maybe I had just... What, what, and what channel is it on? It's, I believe it's ABC. Oh, that's yeah, what I it's thought. Because I was going to say, well, speaking of terrible news, though, like, if I'm watching Jeopardy and then oh. Real Fortune and Shark Tank might come on after, but Alex Trebek passed yeah, away. Yeah, R.I.P. I, I had a thought though he's guys a, he's a saint listen i had a thought and i don't know how you guys feel about it what if in my head i was like who can replace him no one you but what what if what if they had tom bergeron host jeopardy after he was ousted from dancing with the stars i feel like tom oh. is serious enough but also can like crack a like a small joke like alex isn't flashy like that you know what i mean like he is like you know, he has a sense of humor, but he's he's there for business. And I feel like Tom Bergeron's kind of like that. Like, what if? I don't know. It's just, it's I just mean, he does. He's like. looking for a job, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, what, if, what if they have Tyra? <laughs> uh, <I'm... laughs> okay, that would be a good SNL, like SNL skit. <laughs> I am going to flip a just table so like Teresa in Real Housewives of New Jersey season one. I, th- th- that, no. No, no, no. I think it would have to be. I mean, I don't hope they, you know, sit on it for a while and they don't rush to make any decisions yeah. just yet. Give time. I nominate. Respect, I nominate I think, Tom Bergeron. I think it should be mm, nothing against Tom. I think it should be like someone a little younger, maybe a maybe a female, maybe a person of color, maybe a maybe a female person of color. I, I mean, I okay, I I do I do see what you're saying. I don't know. I, I just I just no, love I Tom. Know, I, I, can't, yeah, no, I love, love Tom. I think he, he you know he definitely needs a job, but yeah, I think um, he would. Need, they need like a long time. Commitment. Yeah, that that is a very good. Uh, he's like, think, how do you how do you replace the irreplaceable though? Well, like, that's the it, thing. I don't think either they already have a plan yeah. in place, or they're gonna have to sit on this for like a month. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Oh man. Um... What's on your list, Ashley? Um, well, can, I mean, I guess I really don't think that because of the election and stuff, like, I just feel like all of my free time has been, like, doing what I always do, and which is, like, watching Real Housewives of New York, like, binging that, or just, like, you know, watching old seasons of Top Chef or watching my, like, guys' grocery games, whatever, and then glued to my phone, refreshing on election results. So, it's like, I really don't have anything else, but... I mean, something interesting happened for all of us this week when it was announced that Gleb from Dancing with the Stars and his yeah. wife of like 14 years have split after we saw that sexual chemistry between him and Chriselle. Like Drama. Yeah. And Very- also, unrelated but related, Erica Jane, his former partner, also filed or announced her divorce this week. Yeah. Now, I did see, and I, I, think, I think we have discussed this, like, in our group in our group before i don't know how i don't know how to say her name that girl that was on um one tree hill that that has a husband like um we were talking about uh, Lara, we were talking about her recently I what's her, her name? name kramer kramer, kramer? 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 Oh, yes. 
Wait, what, what is her, what is her name though? Jenna. 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 Yeah. I saw something on Dumois that was like, oh, Gleb like has definitely like hooked up with one of his previous partners that had her own like messy like an actress with like a messy marriage. So she was on Dancing with the Stars. Apparently, and Gleb was her partner. Apparently, they hooked up. Damn, I thought they were. I thought they were alluding to Chriselle, and I was like, guys, this is way too obvious. (laughs) No, I think I think it's her. Oh my god! First off, who chose her as a star? I mean, and, they use the term star very, very I know, but easily. her? That's like another, like, who? Her? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know her. But Gle- Gle- King Gleb, I mean, okay, I know he's getting divorced, and, like, I guess, like, some people are saying he has cheated on his wife, which is fucked up, but can he, in his underwear line, like, can his Instagram be my luxury item? Because he's such a babe. <laughs> yeah, he's so hot. Only so Lara has to tag an underwear line. <laughs> Right, like, and I'm sorry, like, only he could make a name like Gleb sound hot. Right. Slavenko? Slavenko, is that the last name? Yeah, something like, some, I know oh, it begins with an S. he's single now! Get it? Ooh, oh my god, do you think I stand a chance, guys? Dancing with the Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. A horizontal tango. Oh, oh man. Oh. The foxtrot. Uh, I did think of, Laura, do you have anything else? Brian, do you have anything else? I did think of one other thing I want to bring up. I have one other item, but you go ahead. Okay. Um, I have been loving, like, in the past, like, day or so, and even leading up to it, and but especially today, like, I was just exposed to so many, the gritty election memes. Oh, yes. I was just literally rolling. Like, what, where, where's that one? Oh my god. Because, like, okay, anyone that's listening to this, if you're not from this area, like, Gritty is the mascot of the Flyers, the Philadelphia's um, hockey team. He's a precious and, angel. And he's a precious angel. Yeah, even <laughs> I even I love Gritty. <laughs> yeah, and he's just, like, a, he's just, like, an orange, like, furry guy with crazy eyes, and it's just so funny, because when he came out, like, the world was attacking him, and then it's like, no, like, he's our, you know what I mean? Like, he's like a mess, but he's our mess. Like, you say that, like, the loyalty that oh. we have to Gritty is just, like, unparalleled. And there's just so, because of, like, Pennsylvania, like, winning it for Biden, like, there are so, like, okay, you know, like, in Game of Thrones, like, I did not watch Game of Thrones, really, so, like, I don't remember this character's name, but, like, the old lady that was, like, tell whoever it, it was, or I want whoever to know it was me. There's, it's, like, Gritty being, like, like I want Donald or tell Donald I don't know whatever the the quote is I I can't articulate myself right now but it, it's just so funny we we can share a few gritty memes on on social media we will they, <laughs> really, they are really good okay my next item a little bit related to the election and I mentioned this in our episode with Danielle I said I got a whole stack of books that is bring to the beach to mm. um. I finished none of them, but I did, I did start reading this one book that I think I'll probably end up finishing tonight because it is so good. It's called Rodham by uh, Curtis Sittenfeld and the premise it's fiction. And the the whole premise is what if Hillary Clinton did not marry or what if Hillary, yeah. What if present day Hillary Rodham Clinton, what if she never married Bill? That sounds fascinating. Yeah. And it's good. It's, it's so, it's so good because it starts, and I don't want to spoil it if anybody, if anyone's going to read it, 
But it starts with them, like, meeting in law school, and they're dating, and there's, like, some really gratuitous sex scenes. Oh, my God. God. Who's the author? They're just, like, getting off on this story. It's the author who wrote that book, Prep, which I did not read, but it was, like, very big when we were in high school. About, like, prep schools? Or about... I don't know. It has a white cover with, like, a really preppy, like, pink, like, yeah, like, pink and lime green, like, belt. And I have, I literally owned it twice in my life. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, I purchased it, never read it, and donated it, and then repurchased it at a book sale. Still haven't read it. Maybe I'll give it a try. (laughs) I think I'll give it a try after reading this book, because this book is so good. Like, it starts off, they're dating, and then, like, I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but. I mean, something happens. Well, the part I'm at now, I haven't finished it. I'm about three quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. She doesn't She doesn't marry him. They go their separate ways. And now they're running against each <gasps> other for president. Ooh, that's dramatic. Ooh, wait, but who's, yeah. who, wait, who's a Democrat and who's a Republican? Well, no, no, they're, they're running against each other in the primary. Oh, okay. Ooh, interesting. I, want, I hope they make an, of, an adaptation of this. Oh, I think it'd be so good. And there's a lot of, um, you know characters that we know like there's they, they, they the author incorporates a lot of true to life things pieces like, of it know, yeah like they yeah together. like you know how you know how at one point like hillary said like i'm not gonna stay at home and plan tea parties like she says that in the book in a different Contact. scenario mm-hmm. uh um barack obama and joe biden become president and vice president uh at one point she meets like Donald Trump and uh like Donald Trump is like he's like I could run for president I'd be a great president. Oh, oh ew. cringe. So it's re- it's really good. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's maybe I'll so check good. that out. And if you want to borrow my copy of Prep, I'm like 99% sure I own it. So okay. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm dying right now. I'm just looking Love at like that. my like if I like if Brandon comes and he like looks at his search history, like what is what is she doing on my computer like when she's recording the podcast? <laughs> it's like boy, boy it's Ozzy's OnlyFans. I subscribed. <laughs> just kidding. No, not yet. But it's like Survivor Heroes versus Villains. Tom Westman, Fisher Cat. <laughs> like Brandon, like what the hell is a Fisher Cat? And why are you looking at it on my computer? He'll have the answer right there. Yeah. We'll hear the screams. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know. I I think I'm. I think I'm. I'm about tapped out of luxury items. I think that's all I got. Um, I'll give a shout out to um, a luxury shout out to Bravo. They've had a lot of premieres in the last week, and we'll have um, specifically Real Real Housewives of Salt Lake City premiering. I think it's this Ooh. Wednesday, Ooh, maybe, maybe Thursday, sometime this week. <clears throat> Wait, are we? Are I'll we all? Yeah, we're yeah. all gonna watch and discuss. That's hopefully a lot that of... will be. A lot, of, a lot of content for sure and then nice. also alongside i've been doing a rewatch of how i met your mother oh my uh, me too which i did not like i watched this show when it was on and i i feel like i overall didn't really enjoy it mm-hmm. but i i'm definitely enjoying it a lot more i think now that i'm older oh my uh, you know what's so funny i'm feeling the opposite oh. <laughs> well the, i started watching it i started watching it very soon i think after it ended so that was like what maybe like um, I don't know when did it end like 2013. Oh, I think it started in 2005. Oh, 2013. Ended, that makes sense. Or 13 or, or 2014, something like that. I started watching it like right when it ended. I I tend to do that sometimes, 
the last season is, is atrocious but it's so hard for me now just as i've gotten older and like just gotten more like i don't know like just like aware of like what what things are like offensive and like not taking so much shit anymore it's really hard like just like the sexism and like uh, the misogyny and like well, i think it's yeah i get i get what i mean yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think and it's Ted is like Ted is like a like Ted. No means no. Like okay, I'm, I'm a, he doesn't sexually assault anyone, but he badgers these women sometimes. Like, well, I think it's interesting. Um, and I guess I didn't realize this like my first time watching it, but like, it's just him. <laughs> like, it's all a fantasy. Like, it's all just him telling the story. So like, nothing is necessarily like yeah. true. Like, it's all like a mist a magical story like i don't know i guess maybe i just never realized that the first time telling i knew it was a story but oh so you're saying that just like you know like with the like eating the sandwiches instead of like like just like how like like blah blah um who's like who they just sucks to just be called blah (laughs) oh my god yeah i just just there's a character like your like your credit is blah or blah blah on how i met your mother just like i don't know just it's funny the way they they interweave like the real things with like the, the the fantastical yeah no definitely i mean there's I still enjoy it. Like, I'm clearly still watching it right now. That's one of my, like, I'm going to sleep shows. So mm-hmm. since I, I've seen it multiple times, the whole series, I, mm-hmm. I would say. It's like, it's one of my going to bed shows. And so it doesn't matter if I fall asleep. I won't go back and watch the episode. I'll just hit play the next night. But sure. I actually just saw the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't know. That, that part just, like, made me laugh. Or, <laughs> wait, my favorite one is Swarly. <laughs> Swarly Sparkly. Yeah, oh my god, that that one's hilarious. Laura, have you ever seen it? I have. I watched it for the first time a couple of years ago because I had never oh. seen it. I, I I knew of it. Like, I remember when, in the final episode, when it was like, who is the mother? Like, mm-hmm. the commercials were so captivating that I like, <laughs> I tuned in for the finale of a series. Stop I had it. Oh my god. Yeah. My mom watched it. So, but no, I, we, Matt and I watched it. Just, we binged it really, really fast. And it was, it was okay. It's not like, it's not like the best show ever. Like Ted Mosby, right. Ted Mosby is like the worst character. And like, yeah. Like, yeah, I love, I didn't, I used to hate Robin. I, she's like definitely the best character of all of them. Yeah. We really resonated to, uh, or resonated. We really related to uh, Barney and, wait, no, not Barney, Lily and what's her husband's name? Marshall. Marshall, like when they're married and they have people over and they're like so excited to have people over. I know, <laughs> was, um, we, I remembered one other luxury item I have though that I can't believe I almost forgot. Toss. We, on our trip, binge watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Oh. Okay. It's so good, you guys. It's so good. It's a limited series, so it's like seven episodes. Okay. It's about a female chess player, and it's just really, really good. Mm. I've been what hearing that. Like, because I heard it was um. Oh, what did I hear? It was compared to some. Oh yeah, someone compared it to um. Uh, Outer Banks, so that like. Oh, no, not me. at all. Not, not at like all. just in the fact that it was like a good show that you should watch and then i was like mm, this seems like a different demographic 
It's not like Outer Banks at all. And a couple people have said it takes a couple episodes to get into, but I did not find that to be true. It's like, oh, there, there's, um, there's this girl and she's an orphan. She goes to an orphanage and then she meets a janitor in the basement and he teaches her, teaches her how to play chess. But then she has like this lifelong like pill addiction. It's, it's just like, it's, I don't know. I like, it, it's a little, it's a little, it's in the 60s and 70s. So there's, there's a little mad men feel to it, but. Oh, is it okay. like a crown at all? Like, it, like on a scale of the crown to um how i met your mother (laughs) what's the vibe is it like a drama is it a comedy is it like a little bit of both it's it's mostly a drama okay interesting yeah Um, i might i might kind of coming of age okay i'm like really looking forward to like i think i was just very spoiled by, by by spoiled i mean it's a global pandemic and it's fucked up and shitty and awful but i think that i got so accustomed to spending so much time alone and like on the weekends and like watching shows and stuff that now that like the world, at least where we currently are, is a little more opened up and it is like, you know, easier to see people or go places, you know, still being safe, of course. But I'm just like looking forward to hunkering down for winter, you know, once it's cold and like just like hibernating. Like I, I just, guys, I, the, the old Navy order I placed the other day on like more loungewear and pajamas is astronomical. Like Ooh, I'm ashamed, I'm jo- I'm ashamed I'm, of how much I, I, they were doing 50% off though. It's going to get for, chilly. You need something. I got, I, I've never owned a pair of flannel pajama pants before. I don't, I, I don't know if that's unusual. Oh, I didn't understand. Cause in my head I was like, they're not like soft. And also like, I, I imagine they would feel hot. No, I didn't understand that flannel is breathable. And but it, it, keeps, it you, keeps you warm. It keeps you so warm, but you don't get like, okay, I've also got a pair of fleece pajama pants. No, those are awful. Like I, they're so oh, hot. Maybe I'm thinking of flannel is flannel is breathable. It's amazing. And I just, I'm so excited to like get my more pairs of flannel PJ pants in and just like watch all these shows such as the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> I know. I need to remember that next time I'm like looking for like a, a, a show. But I'm like ready for the newest episode of the crown or the newest season of the crown. So like I'm like I think I'm waiting. I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. That's what they say. Well, I think that about yeah, the crown is really good. I'm excited for that. And then there's also um, <laughs> season two of the show called Virgin River coming out. Mm-hmm. That one I would I would relate to an Outer Banks and this it's about a grown woman, but it's like corny and cheesy is it like a hallmark movie but a show? yeah 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 yeah. i heard about that i think i might embrace hallmark movies this year Same. i think great for hunkering down in the winter like you yeah said. i just mm-hmm. feel like i want to have a nice cozy christmas season like i want to bake some cookies like i want to mm-hmm. like wear my flannel pajamas i want to watch like the hallmark channel um i want to watch Oh my god, you know what movie I want to watch? Sorry, I'm like really going off here on Christmas. I really want to watch The Grandmother's <laughs> House We Go, the Mary Kate and Ashley, like their yeah. first, their, their oh. feature film, like their made for TV movie, like debut, I believe, from 1992. I watched that movie like so many times as a youth. Like I was a woman obsessed. And I, I cannot, by a woman, I mean like a five year old obsessed. <laughs> I cannot. It's so, it's so wild because like the whole thing is like, they hop into this delivery truck and the pretty sure the driver is like he's like a hot guy. Mm-hmm. And then he just like, Ooh, maybe I, should, I don't think I've ever seen this. The grandmother's house? Like it's no. so weird. What happens is he does reach out to the mom and is like, hey, and she's stuck at work and and she knows him. It's their delivery driver that right. always 
So it's not like he's like, you know, a creep off the street. Like, I mean, I guess she doesn't know him well, but like she knows him like kind of <laughs> enough in passing. And she's like, oh my God, like I'm stuck at work. I think, can you please just like hang on to them for like a minute? And then I think they end up agreeing. I think then 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 the um the the something bandits end up like stealing the truck and like Damn. it's a it's a whole thing. It's a real roller coaster, but it, it's a good one. So I definitely want to watch that this Christmas season too. Looking forward to it. Happy happy holidays! Yeah, happy, holidays. <laughs> happy holidays, everyone. We're not even to Thanksgiving yet, but I'm. I just have I know. Christmas in the brain. I do I love personally, Thanksgiving. I personally have to wait until like that Friday. I'll. That's when I start my Christmas. But I have to. Give I agree. I personally yeah, I'm not give gonna... myself the fall Thanksgiving full experience, and then Friday tree up. Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is you playing. But until then. No Christmas, yeah. no Christmas movies or holiday movies for me. Yeah, I think no, I agree. I don't think I'm gonna start. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna have like a very festive December, most mm-hmm. likely. But I think I'm just, you know, I, I, I just started thinking about hibernating for winter, and that's just where my mind went. <laughs> I mean, it's very, it's very close. It's, it's here. Yeah, it's almost here. Time is upon I us. You. <clears throat> All right, guys, this is a lovely chat today. Everyone, thank you for joining us. If you have not. Please leave us a rating and review. You can also follow follow, follow <laughs> on Twitter and on Instagram. We are at, I always get it wrong. We're on Instagram at Idle Chatter Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Idle Chatter Pod. Mm-hmm. We've been, I've been, been retweeting a lot of election stuff that I find funny and, <laughs> and inspirational. So join us over there if you would like to. Brian, as always. Thank you yeah, for having you. me. It was thank a joyous so time. I can't believe. Uh, Almost just about two hours ago, we were talking about Claire. I know. <laughs> never, never again, hopefully. I'm glad you're having fun. Oh, true. That was our last time talking about her. Okay. <laughs> Not saying her name again. Well, I mean, maybe maybe we'll talk about we'll do, we'll do Maybe near like the finale or something when it gets interesting. Yeah, yeah definitely. But yeah, thank you for having me. It's been, it's been so much fun. No problem. Always thank a you pleasure. so much. And I, I also, like, I feel so bad that I didn't post, like, our luxury items that we talked about, Danielle. I will do it. This week really just got away from me, but. Oh, no. I mean, that's totally. This, first off, um, you were on vacation. You were having, like, a birthday yeah, you, slash, you like, a, what, anniversary trip? take a break, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even, it did not bother me. I was, like, she is on vacation. She needs to relax and enjoy herself. And, like, self-care was, like the number one priority this week in general. Like we all had, we only had so much to give all Like uh, that's how I felt all week. Like I'm like, I just need to make it through this work day and I'm not putting any pressure on myself to do jack shit afterwards because it's too much. Mm -hmm. Danielle was a great guest though. So another great episode. Great job guys. I did start listening and then I got scared about how (laughs) heated I got. So, but I think, I think I'm emotionally prepared to listen. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.